0: Love, love, lust, lust,
1: and that's so.
2: Welcome to the best adult podcast you will ever find, ever hear. I'm the red bearded assassin himself, the king, the godly one. I am CEO Hayes and I'm joined by the illustrious, the one whose reputation precedes her, the gorgeous smile herself and the beautiful feet. That is AJ Miss Badass Jones. What's going on?
1: That's so nice. I feel like that's such a great like continuation of my birthday into the month. It's a such fabulous introduction. And I'm glad you actually said that my feet are beautiful because you're always forever cracking on my my baby toe and talking about my Cheeto Puff or my uh rap you're and both the But it's nice that you're actually being nice about it today. Don't don't act crazy. I, great, I mean, very like I, the- I mean, you you got
2: you got nine out of ten toes that look good. So I mean, overall your feet are beautiful.
1: Really, you had to take it back. You couldn't have just left it alone. <laughs> <laughs> you have to deal with that. Why? That's just not. That's not nice. not nice. We don't. We don't live like that. We don't have that kind of relationship. Stop it.
2: Okay, if you say so, Miss AJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: it's too early for me to start hating you. In the we just started. Could you stop, please? Could you just maybe even ten minutes into it. Ten minutes is all I. Let's just get past I, the introduction at the very least.
2: That's too much like right. I can't I just my my soul won't allow me to to be right for that long. So I don't know. I can make no promises.
1: It's the wickedness. It's the I like how you threw in the godly, the godly the godly one, the godly bearded one. Uh, gee, I wonder where that came from. The email that's um <clears throat> the email.
2: <clears throat> I'm, I mean, I'm just saying when the people call you Godbeard, I mean you you need to take heed and listen. Like <laughs> <laughs>
1: the email but you, you you snatched that part up like seriously
2: seriously hey hey but if you can't tell like and this is something that i, I kind of wanted to talk about we missed so much merch opportunity last year i am branding every fucking thing like i've branded king hayes now i have a logo for that the breaks media the network has its own little beautiful logo um and now it's time to start on designing the Naw boss um uh she if she dies she dies and Murder Pussy Shirts. I I I don't care. I know they're a little vulgar, but I guarantee you murder pussy shirts will sell like hotcakes. <laughs>
1: I don't know. We have to do like when we do our live tours, we're going to have to do some autograph sessions. We're going to have to do some on white backgrounds. Either that or if we do like block, we'd have to get, get like a silver, some sort of silver pen and, and do some signings or do some signatures for people. I think that would be pretty dope.
2: Yeah. Murder pussy. Absolutely.
1: Can you imagine that, like a guy walking around with a, t- a shirt that says murder pussy. Like a, a woman, I could, I could, but you know what? There are some men who like, you know, they'll explain what it means. They'll film with that. Way, but...
2: oh, I mean, we have to do a variation of it that's murder pussy? Will we have to do that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know. And there are a couple of other catchphrases that we have that uh, I guess we just need to start making a list um, of our of our catchphrases and our our hashtags.
2: And And see and what we'll do is is so we can get those people who like so before we start selling the shirts like on the Internet, we can just say, look, in 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 New York, we're only going to be selling murder pussy shirts. (laughs) In right. <laughs> in Philly, we'll only be selling, <laughs> we'll only be selling the Gnaw Ball shirts. That way they got to come to each show to get the whole collection.
1: Right. That would actually be pretty cool. That would actually be really, really cool. I actually know one person already who signed on board. She's like, wherever you guys are going, I'm coming. Like if you're doing three cities, five cities, two cities, wherever it is, I'm going. So I at least know one person who definitely will be collecting the shirts.
2: Oh, that's
1: what's up. So, that became- we we and have, and so who so interag- are coming.
2: Listen, we're not going to talk about the haze hive on this cuz that whole once they coined that phrase the haze hive I've just yeah. I've not been able to live it down. Like it's I I can't even remember who said it first. I don't know if it was VJ. I think it was VJ. But once she she coined haze hive it's just it's been all downhill since then.
1: That's it's a thing. It's a thing now. It absolutely is. A thing. But I, that's the reality of it. Like there's going to be droves of women that are coming at whatever cities we end up in just for the sole purpose of, of, of you know, basking in the glory and, and being part of the hive. That's going to be some real interesting shit. I said it before. I probably will say it every time I record and I'm going to say it again. We will need extra security because I'm not gonna fight with nobody. Nobody, are, are you hearing me? Hello, nobody, nobody. If they grab you and pull you off stage, I'm just gonna sit there and and just you know sip my drink. I can't burn a slip because we'll be in places where you can't smoke, but you understand right? Yeah, <laughs> I love you.
2: I'll have-
1: in jail I got for you outside of that if they hold you and and hold you down and rub on you and all them things that you're on your own I love you but I can't save you from that
2: see that's my next design is I need to um I need to get some some type of like maybe like I don't know how I would do it but some type of foot design and like an h logo so they know it's haze and it can be like synonymous with my brand like
1: That's going to look like a crippled foot. That's not cute.
2: See, that's Uh not cute. That's why I said I need to figure, I'll figure something out. I'll figure, I'll figure out a way to make that work. But just, just a white foot, black shirt, right in the middle of the shirt. I feel like that, that'll sell.
1: Unless you have like two feet that are curved towards one another. So either one of them forms the outside of the H.
2: So there you go, pigeon-toed women. We need you to submit foot pictures to Love Lust and Badass Soul. That is Love Lust and B A S on Twitter and Instagram. We are taking all pigeon-toed feet pictures for a possible design contract with Love Lust and Badass Soul and the Breaks Media. Thank you very much.
1: But they still have to be cute pigeon-toed feet. They can't be oh, like yes. lumpy corns yes. and bunions pigeon-toed feet. They still to oh, be no. cute.
2: Oh no, you'll get blocked. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Instagram and I was like
2: what's wrong with this mad <laughs> oh, <laughs> Then did you see did you see in okay we'll get into that because I said I was gonna start pulling one comment from uh instagram a week that I get this one isn't as off the wall but I did post that whole like message string with the ugly feet picture that was sent and stuff and one woman said her name is uh miss natural on instagram she said oh those look like my feet so I went to her page I clicked the menu button and I the little I, I took a screenshot and circled the word block and then I posted it <laughs>
1: Yeah. If you've got crazy looking feet, that's not the thing that you want to do is claim that publicly. Just stay quiet. Why would you even say, especially to go on someone's page where, you know, they have a foot fetish and you know, they're all about pretty feet. Why would you claim ugly toes? You need to stay quiet about that. Who does that? Who does that? Well, clearly she does, but like, seriously, who does that? It's like, oh my
2: gosh, you will get blocked, but. All right, AJ, we've we've bullshitted enough. You ready to get into the show for this week?
1: Yes. I'm excited to talk about the very first thing. And it's not even going to be like a whole long discussion. And it's really weird because I didn't know that it was an old video because it's just recently cropped up. But the Jill Scott video, the simulation of her sucking dick but using the microphone, Mm -hmm. that... And the funny thing is, like, people, I don't know, people were getting in their feelings about it. All of a sudden, all these get yourself a a BBW posts and memes were coming up. And girls were claiming, like, oh, if you think Jill Scott's head game was great, you don't know what good head is. And, you know, like, people, like, real legitimate getting in their feelings. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here thinking, like, it's just the sexiest shit I've ever seen. I probably had two or three orgasms on myself just watching it. But I just don't even understand what the whole fight is about this whole thing, like, this... And it's really funny because I know that when you and I first met and I was doing the BBW calendars, one of the things we talked about about fetishizing plus size women. And it seems like since this Jill Scott video has cropped up, you know, all of a sudden it's become a whole thing again and people are just... Going way left with it unnecessarily. And then people are talking about like, oh, I knew Jill Scott was a freak from time. First of all, the only person that knows about Jill Scott is Jill Scott's man. Everybody else can just kind of guess at it. Like, unless you've actually experienced her head or you've experienced some physical intimacy with her, what exactly is it that you're claiming to know about this woman? Beg you tell me, please.
2: Well, I'm, anyone who's been to Jill Scott, she does stuff like this all the time. So this isn't new. Um, Wait. And and she has talked freaky before. That's not new either. My thing, my honest opinion on this is I didn't understand the reactions either way. Like, no, it didn't look like the most amazing head ever. People who say that it is, I think you're crazy. Um, but, I mean, she was doing it to a microphone. She clearly wasn't doing a full demonstration on how she really gives head. It was meant to be silly. Um and for the ones that are just like, oh well, the head is wet. Well, clearly it's still a microphone. Like I I just watched it and I was just like, okay. Like I it personally didn't get a reaction one way or another out of me. I laughed at it, but to sit there and get turned on, like I, I personally just don't understand that. But I mean, Jill Scott's a fun person.
1: Yeah, but I'm thinking like for you, it it wouldn't make sense that that would excite you in any sort of way because you're not visually stimulated by those kind of things. You're not like a porn watcher. You're not, you know what I mean? So I think for somebody who is or who likes that kind of visual stimulation, yes. But it's exactly like you said, I I remember I read uh, someone's comment and I had to like send clapping hands all over it. She's like, what were you guys expecting her to do? Like electrocute her esophagus to prove that she could actually suck dick. It was a microphone. It was a simulation. She was just, she was fooling around and she was, you know, being sensual and and erotic and playful and, and, and being Jill Scott and doing what she does. Like people were taking it way too far and way too seriously. It's one of those things, again, just like appreciate the moment, appreciate the performance. Keep it moving. It's not that serious.
2: Exactly. It's really not that serious. The best thing to come out of Jill Scott this past weekend actually was in that video. She somehow linked up with Dasha. And that's what we need to all be making news about. That's BBW heaven right there. Listen, if I saw both those women in the club together, I'm taking the charge. Book me. I don't give a fuck what you have to do. Security can tackle me. I'm shooting my shot. Fuck it.
1: That wasn't a new picture either. That was from, I think, like a couple of weeks ago or something. Like it wasn't brand, brand new, but well, it was definitely shit was new,
2: new to me. So
1: yeah, if, yeah, I ever, if, right.
2: if it's ever advertised that they're going to be in the same place at the same time, I'm buying a plane ticket and I'm going to be really? there.
1: When I saw it, when I was scrolling through her page and I saw it, I'm like, yeah, I need to send this to you. And <laughs> you're going to probably have a pack. <laughs> Ah oh, boy, yeah. I think for a lot of people, that was like the epitome of a threesome in in one. I mean, obviously, insert the guy or insert a woman, because you know there are women who appreciate the thickness and fullness of both of those wonderful women. But uh, yeah, that's that's like sex, all kind of sex in one picture, right there. Just beautiful. oh yeah,
2: I like the thing I want to do to most to Jill is I would love to titty fuck Jill Scott and like just come on her face, like come right from between her breasts and. Never mind. I'm sorry. I didn't got a little too graphic. I'm sorry.
1: I think we're done. Um, <laughs> you just said, <laughs> really, CJ? Really? What? You know, what? I, I hope one day Dasha or Jill Scott somehow finds their way to listen to our podcast. And hears that comment.
2: You know what I'm going to start doing? Seriously, all joke aside, when we mention celebrities here in the description, I'm tagging them. Like, regardless. Absolutely. I'm going to start tagging I, them. fuck it I think So Dasha, really cool. Dasha, when you <laughs> listen to this My name is Cordero Johnson I currently live in Columbus, Ohio I um, I have a Would nice Thick, curved penis Um, If you listen to the episode The Enchanted Tongue, since you found your way here That will give you enough Of my resume for you to know To go ahead and holler at me
1: Okay, now we're done <laughs> So <laughs> What is wrong with you? Seriously, like, seriously
2: with <laughs> don't get don't get in the, in my way of true love. Don't don't do it.
1: Sorry, true lust? Is that what you just said?
2: No, I said true well, that too.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Dasha, I apologize in advance. That's all I can say. I I don't And bring understand.
2: a spoon with you,
1: Dasha, too. No, oh, we're not doing food. Really? Okay. Is that what? <laughs> really? <laughs> Whatever store you go to to buy food loops are going to be out. Cool out. There were <laughs> none. And no available. I, I would like to just be able to take you somewhere in public and just not get in trouble. Not get kicked out of a state, not get kicked out of a city, not get run across a border. Just one time. Please. Please can we go somewhere and you be decent and behave yourself? Please? No.
2: I'm not even no. The answer is no. It's gonna always be no. No.
1: Like I said, when we're doing our live shows. When you get accosted, all I have money for is if you actually get locked up. When time them hold you, when time them I grab you up, I'm not I'm not I'm doing nothing but sitting down and sipping my drink. we're 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 clear about that, right? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. All right. Just just as long as you because I don't want to hear you call you calling my name saying AJ come help because AJ will not be you've reached the voicemail of AJ. She is unavailable to take your call at this time. That's what you're going to hear.
2: But uh, as far as like so, I mean, you're going to have to bail me out either way, AJ, because you're going to have to get me out for our next show unless you're going to do it solo. So either way,
1: I think you need like a little bit of time sitting down cooling your heels. That might not be a bad thing. I could just do a solo run. I could I could get like a, one of those boy mannequin, man mannequin things and have it sit in the chair beside me in, in some gray sweatpants, And I could put a sign that says CJ really wanted to be here. Well, I'm, I can do that.
2: I mean, you could do that. But then it's, I mean, then you have to deal with all the women who show up in red with their feet out.
1: Yeah, but they're not coming for me. So I'm not even bothered. I would be so unbothered. Kind like, yep, you're here for CJ. Yep, you're here for CJ. I'm sorry. He's in county jail. Like, <laughs> you're. <laughs> You have to go there to go visit him. He's not here. He's not coming out to play today.
2: Anything, oh. anything left on this Jill Scott situation?
1: No, sir. We are All good. right.
2: So we have our first listener question. This one is a doozy, and it's so funny because I I asked you if you felt comfortable talking about this, and you were just like, "Uh, yeah." So um, I love <laughs> that. Um. So we got a question from a listener uh, who asked this, and then I'll get a. I didn't want to send. The follow-up, because they actually told me some more stuff, but I kind of wanted to catch you off guard with it. But the question is presented as, if you had been dating someone for a number of months and they admit to you that they have been in prison for rape in, in the past, could you see yourself staying in the relationship?
1: Um. Honestly, for me, it would be a, a depends. Whereas, you know, what have they, what steps have they taken to better themselves and correct that behavior? Have they gone to counseling? Um, You know, like, have they have they done some sort of therapy? Have they practiced abstinence? You know, whatever, whatever it is, like, if I feel like at the end of the day, everybody has a past. Some of us have shittier past than others. Some of us have more volatile past than others. But everybody has a past. Um, I feel like judging someone solely on their past is wrong especially if that person has taken proactive steps to correct any sort of delinquent behavior, they've gone to counseling, they've gone to a psychiatrist, psychologist, whatever it is. You know, it, it almost feels like saying that, you know, someone who is abused shouldn't be um, allowed to love anybody because they're automatically going to be a candidate for abuse, and I just don't think it's that way. Um, if the person has violated again, like if it was a one-time offense, you know, and as I said they they've gone to counseling, they've taking proactive steps to better themselves, then it's neither here or there to me. Like, I would continue dating the person. If the person has a chronic history of rape, yeah, we would have to end things because I'm not trying to kill you and go sit in jail for you doing some bullshit.
2: Well, damn. Um, I, so my first question when I got, well, yeah, my first response to this when I got the question was, okay, he was in prison for rape, but was he just convicted or did he actually do it? Like that's just my my the first place in my mind went to to ask that because I didn't want to be hit with the okie doke. Um, so in this situation, the the man actually did admit that he did rape somebody. And you know, on the flip side, I can see a lot of men kind of <laughs> like I, I, dating a, a woman who's been convicted of rape and not even really thinking about it. But I, I think about my daughters being in that situation. And like you said, you don't want to ever. We we should never be. The judge of what anyone else has gone through, um, if like you said, if it wasn't a serial thing, if it's something they did once when they were younger, or just once in general, they sought the correct help. You know, who are you not to to automatically just assume that they're going to do it again or to judge that person in that situation it's it's difficult for us to answer without knowing that person so all i'll say is that it's not a hard no it's not a hard yes either you just have to know that person hopefully by the time you're getting into a serious relationship you know enough about them to feel like you can make that decision
1: Mm -hmm. okay what's the follow-up
2: oh the follow-up um so the follow-up was that she was presented with this situation this is actually not she when she Questioned me about it, she acted as if it was a current thing she was going through. It's actually a past thing. Him and her have now been married for three years and they are getting ready to welcome their first child into the world.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. Isn't
2: it? Isn't it? So that's... he he went to prison. He was in prison for eight years, um, did his time, sought therapy and everything while he was in prison, got out, went to counseling again because, you know, after you've been institutionalized, uh, he had been out of prison for two years at the point when he met her And I think they were dating for six months until he admitted this to her because they were getting serious and he wanted her to know what she was getting herself into, welcomed her to go to one of his counseling sessions. And they've been golden since.
1: You see, and that's why I say you could never judge a person by their past and depending on the proactive steps that they've taken to better themselves. Absolutely. That is a beautiful, beautiful outcome to that. That's a beautiful outcome. That's absolutely wonderful. The thing is, I mean, like you can you can meet people who have, you know, had a relative normal, let's say, uh, for the sake of argument, a, a relative normal past. And then, you know, you get into a relationship with them and they're actually shitty people, you know. But it seems like this this man that she's married with and, and is now starting a family with like, you know, prison has a way of forcing you to be introspective for the most part. Um, Whether that introspection ends up being a good thing or a bad thing for you really depends on the path that you want to want to take. And like you said, you know, people become institutionalized. It's also what you do once you get out of the institution to help yourself readjust to being in society and being part of society and and um taking steps to. Build some sort of positive life for yourself and, 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 you know, figuring out the things that you want to do. So that's, that's absolutely, that's a beautiful story. That's an absolutely beautiful story. I'm happy that that had a great outcome. Yay. See, of course love so. absolutely not. Really? <laughs> yeah. We're twerking nothing. We're just going to do it. Clap. Just no breath clapping, no ass clapping, just hands. There.
2: <laughs> oh, you know what? For our live show, I'm going to invite three ladies on stage. We're going to have a twerk off. Never mind. Let's keep it moving. I don't want to give away too much. Can
1: we not have nobody come up on stage i keep telling you i'm not able for no kind of melee this is not a haze fest <laughs> doing this shit you hear me i'm not able to get that
2: is the perfect perfect title for the after party haze fest
1: absolutely not hello this is not just you there's two of us stop it i'm not really? haze
2: fest yeah
1: no we're doing <laughs> no. no it's not happening Wait- making full have the hate stuff up and down. We are not doing it. <laughs> I love
2: I love it when I know. I love it when I know I'm gonna say something. Like when it comes to my mind to say something that I know is gonna get a reaction out of you and I take that second and be like, oh yeah, let me bask in this before I say it and you react exactly how I know you would that just made let, my whole week. Ooh, let
1: me push your buttons. Let me let me let me provoke you because, because <laughs> one right because it's a nice thing to do. That's okay. That's all right.
2: That's okay. Oh, Eji, you want to read the next listener question?
1: <laughs> oh, man. So someone sent this to me. <laughs> Lord. Dear AJ and CJ, I love what you guys do. You're not only funny, but intelligent, thought-provoking, and fearless. And I have a crush on both of you. I'd like to ask... If I were granted the opportunity (laughs) to kiss each of you, what kissing style would you would work best, respectively? Uh, You can pick one, sir.
2: I need to know who sent this when we get off recording. By the way, so I'm just go ahead and prepping you for that. Um, What what style would work best? I.
1: And hold on, hold on. I'll tell you now, it was sent through a friend of mine, but it was somebody from that sent it to her. So I don't even know who the person was. What the if hell? Someone, someone that she works with that listens to our podcast asked her to send the question because she didn't want to be identified. She didn't want to ask the question herself. So I don't even know.
2: Well, you know what? Since they want to be so mysterious, that's going to be my answer to the question. I don't even know. I'm being petty. Petty Roosevelt has come to love, lust, and badass.
1: We're gonna leave, we're gonna leave CJ in a petty corner. Um, for me personally, <laughs> um, I like a combination of a a sucking biting uh of my lower of my bottom lip kind of kiss. Um, I do like tongue, but I don't like when you like try to stick your tongue like that like to that lizard thing where you're pushing your tongue in and out of my mouth, or like that's the the kill shot, like that's the thing that you start with. Don't don't do that because then I'm just gonna push you off and there's gonna be some kind of a fight. Um, I don't like my mouth being licked. I know we talked about this many, 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 many moons ago. Um, but like a nice, firm, warm, semi open mouthed kiss where there's some tongue, a little bit of licking and definitely some biting and sucking the bottom and of the, the top <clears throat> interchangeable. Yeah. That would get you a very long and involved kiss. me. God damn. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I see
2: they give it to us. No, I I have nothing. I'm being petty.
1: <laughs> How's that working? That's not fair to our listeners. That's not nice. Remember, Here,
2: he was, here's here's was- here's what I would say. It it depends. There's several different types of kiss kissing that works for me. Just depending on the environment, what mood I'm in, and how much tequila I've had. Um, so yes. in that case, I will just say the best type of kissing for CEO Hayes will be genital kissing. So there you go.
1: I'm sorry. Did you say gentle or genital? You know, just come let's log off. We're we're good for the rest of the year. As a matter of fact, we're just good. Why? 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 Like now, we need to have a talk, you and I. What's like for real? Like I can't. I would just like to record one episode. We're not rubbing my temple. Frustration. One time. Just one time.
2: Just oh, time. I can say it right now. It's never going to happen. Oh, man. That was You know,
1: it's, your source of enjoyment is stressing me out. i like you. That no, 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 no.
2: I can't help it. I love stressing you out. There's just something about like your react. I don't know if it's the accent when it kicks in or I don't know.
1: See, it's crazy. Who likes to stress out somebody for their personal enjoyment? You hear? Do you hear? Do you? Does everyone hear how crazy that sounds? You want to stress out somebody with a love? For personal enjoyment? How? how? How does that work? How does that work? Huh?
2: <laughs> Easy. <laughs> we we record perfect. once a week. And during, during that time frame, I let all my tact and everything go completely. I leave it upstairs. I come down to the studio and I record with you. you
1: know, I know. So what you do is you save it all up during the week. And then you wait to unleash it on me because you think that's nice somehow. Really? <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, take take some solace in knowing that I'm able to be nicer to other people throughout the week because I'm saving it all up for you.
1: I don't give a Ross clap. <laughs> is a I don't want to know that my stress is allowing somebody else to be happy. How does that benefit me? Listen here. Listen here. Listen here and listen good. Right? Stop it. Stop it. I don't want to know that somebody else is out there taking joy with me being frustrated with you. That's not a nice thing. That's not a nice thing at all. At all. Y'all yeah, listen to me.
2: That is hilarious. Um, I love you, AJ. You know this. I, I love you.
1: Mm-hmm. You love me. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> what we got next, AJ? <laughs>
1: so, moving on. so, I wanted to uh talk to you something that I pulled from um online that someone had posted. Uh, so basically, it's a topic on dating and looking for a potential partner and five ways to not be used. Um, and it's funny. You know, because you and I were talking earlier about somebody that I was supposed to see and how that got all screwed up, and then people wasting your time and all that kind of stuff. So I'm just going to go through them one at a time. So, um, five ways not to be. Believe in patterns, not apologies. So I'm going to ask, have you ever had an interest in someone um, and they always had an excuse for something? You know what I mean? Like they had a particular type of behavior that rubbed you the wrong way and you addressed it with them. And they always apologized about it, but they never really did anything to correct the behavior. And so their apology just became worth just talk. Have you ever been in that kind of situation?
2: Listen, you have two opportunities. Ooh, sorry. You have two opportunities with Hayes to where I will forgive some, some, something that looks like fuckery. And I will, I will not even question your explanation. You have two times. Well, really one, because after the second time, I'm just taking you as an idiot and I'm done. That's it. So if I am, if we're supposed to go out on a date and I'm there and I text you like, Hey, like, you know, the movie starts in two minutes. Where are you? Oh, such and such happened. You got one more time if it happens again the next time after that don't worry i'm not even calling you i'm going to i'm i'm just going to go i'm going to watch the movie if you text or call me again i'm not answering i just don't have i don't have time i have very little patience and time for fuckery so me forgiving you even that one time is me being a kind person because right then my first instinct would be to say, fuck off then, but I'm trying to be a better person in 2018 going into 2019. So you got those two opportunities and that's it.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like, you know, and speaking on behalf of the female population, I feel like as women, we put up with the excuses a little bit more, especially if, you know, you're really wanting to get into a relationship with someone or if it's... um you're at that point where, like, you know, you don't have a consistent boyfriend, you're looking to get married, you're looking for like a long-term relationship. I, I feel like we put up with the fuckery and the bullshit and the apologies and the excuses a lot more instead of paying to paying attention to the patterns, you know. And I agree with you. Like you need to you do have to be mindful and pay attention to those kind of things and pay attention to people who um they taught the top but don't want to walk. Is that how how you say it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, right? Um, people who are forever apologize and, and, and the other thing, too, for me is that I feel like there's a difference between saying I'm sorry and saying I apologize for and being able to identify what it is that you're apologizing. Because you have enough people to tell you sorry and they don't mean it. They're just saying sorry for the sake of sorry, saying sorry. Not to necessarily say that giving a, a, an apology or a detailed apology is better, but I feel like you've at least put thought into what the error is and hopefully you're willing to do something to correct it. Now, as you said, if it becomes like three and four and five times where you're doing the same thing and you keep apologizing for it. Yeah, we're not here for that. Not at all. Nah, boss. It's not at all. Fuck that. That's what I got to say <laughs>
2: to that. Fuck that. You guys, are, fuck that. Yeah, everyone needs to learn how to say that. And the thing is that even for women, my beautiful black, brown, white, whatever color you are, women. Listen, This this is something that this is coming from a man. And I'm going to say this and I mean this. Even if I do it. So any future woman, if I do this to you, tell me to fuck the hell off. If a man is serious about you, he okay if he has kids something may come up last minute but he may tell you if it's anything short than somebody being in the emergency room i guarantee you either he doesn't really care he's seen someone else or he really has somebody and he couldn't get away from his significant other like he thought he like he thought it thought he could stop putting up with these bullshit ass excuses stop not asking questions because you're worried about coming off as that woman the typical whatever you don't want to be labeled fuck all that stop it like stop fuck these niggas that's what I got to tell you and and it's something I'm coming into my own with because I have daughters and I'm definitely going to be telling them fuck these niggas that's what I got to tell you stop giving these motherfuckers excuses stop saying oh well but he's really a good guy no guess what he's not fucking really a good guy if he keeps fucking standing you up and wasting your fucking time he's not period point blank
1: yeah you're absolutely right absolutely right amen to that one So then the second one is don't fall in love with potential. And I know, uh, I don't remember what episode it was that we had recorded, but someone had sent a question in about... um, dating someone with potential, dating someone with the potential that you see in the person to be a great person or a better person and sticking with them because you see that potential in them and, and kind of waiting for them to blossom and bloom. And I think at the time when you and I discussed it, we both said the same thing, like be in love with the person for who they are, meet them where they are. Don't fall in love with the person's potential because you're going to set yourself up for failure. You know, the greatness that you see in someone may not be the greatness that they see in themselves or even the the path that they want to take. Whoever that you're interested in, interested in, meet them where they are. You know, th- if that's the person that you want to grow and develop with and all that sort of stuff, that's that's all fantastic. But don't go after somebody because you're like, oh, you know, it, CJ, it would be like somebody saying, oh, well, they want to date you because, you know, you're you're doing the podcast thing. And they see like five years from now, you're going to be like super famous. So they want to date you and kind of hang around because of that. Not because of the person that you are, not because you're a great father, not because you've got a relatively decent personality when you're not being an asshole to AJ, not because you've got, you know, great dick, not because of any of those things, but they're looking in the future to be Mrs. Somebody and Mrs. Popular. They're looking to fall in love with what your potential is going to be, what they foresee down the road. Those kind of people, whether it's a man or a woman, steer clear of them, steer clear of them. Those people have an ulterior motive that's not healthy or beneficial for you in any way, shape or form.
2: I, so I'm a sports fan, and we a, a lot of a lot of times in sports you will hear um, younger players or players after they've been in the league so long you say well they have such potential they have potential he has potential to be the next big LeBron James or whatever potential only gets you in the door at some point if you if you're not realizing that potential then you're just a, a what a coulda shoulda so I don't like fuck potential potential really at the end of the day only means so much really because at the end of the day you're not dating them for who they're going to be five years from now Now, yes you can progress and grow together but if they're shitty to you now then who cares like you shouldn't have to go through bullshit to realize some something some better potential that someone has five years down the road if that's the case if they're completely if they're not feeding you and your needs and all of that and you think they could be great in five years put a bookmark in their facebook come back in five years and see where they are but don't waste your time now
1: no no Yep. Yes, absolutely. Um, and then the next one is believe all red flags. Um, this ties back to the first thing that we were talking about. Um, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Stop making excuses for people because you feel like this is your one opportunity to, you know, be someone's wife, be someone's girlfriend, be whatever it is. When someone has red flags, pay attention to them, especially if they're very unhealthy red flags. Um, like they're aggressive, like they're dismissive, Um, you know, they are punitive, they are, they just treat you like a shitty person. When it comes to intimacy, if they're only concerned about, you know, themselves and and them getting off and they're not concerned about um, your pleasure, just whatever the red flags are, pay attention to it. People will show you who they are. Stop denying that because you want to be with the person or, you know, you're saying to yourself, oh, I can change them or I can make them a better person. They have to want to change themselves and they have to want to make themselves a better person. That's not your responsibility. You know, putting yourself in a volatile situation or in a volatile relationship for the sake of those things, just to say that you're with somebody. nah. No. That's, that's, that's not. I personally wouldn't. I I couldn't see myself doing that because that's just some bullshit. In the long run, you're going to end up miserable and unhappy. Pay attention to the red flags. When someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. CJ?
2: I mean, I agree. There's nothing left to say. We had a whole episode based on that. Believe all red flags because they're red flags for a reason.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next one is know your worth. Mr. Hayes, know your worth.
2: This is the thing that I really want to say, and this may make me come off like an asshole, but this is just me being real. If you can't tell, I've really been honest this episode. Yes, know your worth, absolutely. But some of you need to stop overvaluing yourself as, as well.
1: I hate you. <laughs> i'm j- I'm just
2: being real like yes know your worth i would never tell anyone not to know their worth but you got to realize like if you're a cuba Siconian, like don't expect to be treated like a di- well don't don't act like you're uh, a princess cut diamond like realize that you're just a great cuba Siconian, and they need to treat you the way that they need to treat you but come on now
1: did you just say if someone is a cubic Siconian? Really?
2: i sure as hell did cj <laughs> yes what's, ma'am
1: what's wrong with you like big answer <laughs> <laughs> i'm I'm
2: for real though like i'm for real like come on now like
1: I, I, okay I, you know what yes i agree and yes you know you have people that men and women who hype up themselves more than they probably should but then at the same time how are you going to tell somebody that's hype on themselves that they shouldn't be hype on themselves because you don't see them as being a diamond See, that's the thing.
2: I'm not even talking about me. I'm talking about you need, that's why I say you need to be, know your self-worth. That goes both ways. You The thing is, if somebody's a diamond. That means they have, they have gone through being in the dirt. They've gone through everything. Cooper Sikonian's are man, man made. Like you can, you can print a couple, you can, you can 3D print a couple. You haven't been through everything a diamond's been through. So you just gotta, you gotta realize where you are.
1: Honestly, I'm going to stop talking to you. Like, I know there really needs to be a New Year's resolution. We can't go into 2019 with this show. I need to stop talking to you. Oh, my goodness me. I don't even know what to say. I agree with you and I disagree with you because the thing is like again, how do you tell someone that they're not as valuable as they think they are? Like how? But that's not, that?
2: I'm I'm that's that's the thing. You, I'm not saying I cannot tell you what somebody's worth is. I I will not do that. I'm saying you have to be real with yourself on what your worth is. That's all I'm saying is be real both ways. Like people say, know your worth. Like you would get these people that that scream, "Oh, know your worth, know your worth, know your worth," and they treat that as a mantra. As like, "Oh, I'm better than this, better than this, better than this." Listen, if you sitting here feeding your man shells and cheese, you gotta realize your worth is not is not at the same level as someone who's cooking everything from scratch. Like you, you got to understand. You got to understand that there's <laughs> levels to this.
1: But in the defense of the shells and cheese Oman, oh you have some men out there that like shells and cheese, and then what are you going to say? What?
2: And I guarantee You're you they've been in prison.
1: You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I've been done. I've been done. We're moving on. I can't even with you. I can't. I can't. The final one is don't lower your standards. I'm going to tell you a a, a story, kind of. Um, So... After uh, my young people, their dad and I, we broke up and whatever. Um, I would say the longest relationship I've been in since then was a four year relationship. I've done like two year relationships, but the, a four year relationship was the longest I've done. And uh, a very dear friend of mine, a woman that I've been friends with, oh God, um, for almost 30 years, <clears throat> she's a much older woman than me. Um, so, so she's she has, dirt, dirt. What? <laughs> Nothing. you know what Check your face i just caught what you said Fiesta, don't say nobody's older than dirt and don't act crazy right now because i'm not that old you see you love to pull this with me with and um point dexter don't act crazy hello don't act crazy I'll
2: continue go ahead
1: don't act crazy apologize to me right now y'all caught more dirt
2: i'm sorry aj
1: you don't know, i don't even want your apology what do you, what do you say believe patterns not apologies what <laughs> you and your apology but i don't want it go ahead i hope the laugh chokes you are you laughing because it's funny <laughs> it's
2: happening right now? All, not... all, but see this is this is all this is all i want to know like i have one question for you aj don't one question me nothing. No, let I'm me kidding. ask you a question so what? What? so when you were at the last supper with jesus did he like my personally friend. like put his hands on you and pray?
1: For you? Is that what we're doing today? You know what though, I will I will take the old jokes because I know at my age I look better than some girls that are ten and fifteen years younger. You know than what? that's a hundred percent fact.
2: There is a hundred percent fact. There was a girl who posted her uh her like high school graduation this past summer, and I swear I thought I was like, oh, well, it was cool that she went back to college and got her degree after. After living such a long life and it was like, high, I looked at the caption, it said high school. I was like, oh my God. Oh, Jesus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have diff. I know we're totally straying off topic, but I have difficulty with that sometimes when I'm looking at people's pictures and I'm trying to gauge their age. And then I see how old they are and I'm thinking, but I look like like we look like our ages should be interchanged. That just doesn't make any sense to me. And I know that there's forever going to be this discussion about how old I am and we never actually talk about it. But I'm old. Let's just leave it at that. Anyhow, this so just
2: I- in AJ just confirmed that she sacrifices the souls of young virgins to stay young
1: oh yeah, I drink the tears of them and I suck the blood of young men. We're not going to talk about that. (laughs) Let's let's,
2: let's continue, AJ.
1: (laughs) I hate you. I really hate you. Uh, So a friend of mine, she had said to me, um, and she was... very serious when she said it. And I know that she meant it from a good place, but it was very disturbing what she said. And and, and her words to me were, you're never going to find another man if you don't lower your standards. And I looked at her and I said, well, what exactly does that mean? And when I I thought about her life, um, so she's been married for, let's say she's been married for 35 years. 35, 40 years she's been married. Her husband also has two outside children in that 40-year marriage time. Um, You know, like, there's just been a lot of things that have taken place, like a lot of bad things that have taken place. Because, you know, she stayed, she whatever, she accepted, she... You know, just kind of put up with things or whatever, because she herself lowered her standards. Because I guess that's that's the way that she was taught. Or you know, like that old school background that you come from. You know, like the 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 40s and the 50s when you get married, when you're like 18, 19, whatever. Your husband does, you stay if he has outside picnic, you mind them. If he has an outside woman, you kind of just deal with it and whatever the case may be. But it was actually disturbing that you know she said to me that I'm never going to find another relationship. I'm never going to find another man to be with if I don't lower my standards. And it actually it made me go into my head and inside myself and be really introspective but not in a good kind of way to think about like what are my standards like what are my standards that are so bad that I would need to do away with them in order to have a man permanently in my life and then I had to really like drop myself and say okay like really Jones to me I'm saying to myself if I have to lower my standards in order for a man to be in my life then you're not the person that's for me because I I don't I can't think that there's anything that I want or need that is so outlandish or anything that um I desire or feel like I deserve that is so outlandish that I also wouldn't give back to that person that I would have to just say, okay, well, you know, fuck it. I don't deserve to be loved properly. I don't deserve, you know, fantastic orgasms. I don't deserve to be treated like a queen. You know, I have to settle for whatever, just so that I can be Mrs. Somebody or say that I have a man in my life. I'm not here for that. Um, and and I think that, you know, like I, especially like with my son and my daughter, you know, I've taught them like to, to be strong. The right person will come along for you at the right time. And that person will value who you are. Never lower your standards for anybody. You know, it's not to say that you're not a snob. You're not being posh. You're not being an asshole. You're not being a bitch. You're not being a jerk. You're not being any of those things, but to say that you want your, your mate, to have things like be gainfully employed, you know to be relatively well re- well read to have traveled even outside of their city, let 's just say even to a neighboring state or a neighboring province, to be kind hearted to be Attentive, you know what I mean. To be whatever the case may be, never lower your standards for anybody. That that just doesn't make any sense to me.
2: I I don't believe in lowering your standards at all. And I actually, you know, I had a had a I posted something being silly on on Instagram, and a young lady commented. She was like, and then this is why niggas wonder why they're single and this and I immediately responded back, and I got and I didn't like argue with her, but I came, I got serious, and I was like, well, let's let's. Let's discuss this. I said, first of all, there's nothing wrong with men or women having standards. If that means being single because you uphold to your standards then there's nothing wrong with that. It sounds like you more so have a problem with being single and you're willing to back off your standards just for the sake of not being single. And if that's the case, then that's a bigger problem. But yeah, you have a lot of people that will back up off their standards just for the sake of not being single. That's something I don't agree with at all. Stick by your standards. If it means you being single, just take it as a chance to work on you and to grow more. Never back down off your standards just for the sake of having someone.
1: I agree. I agree.
2: All right, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We're going to cut to our commercial for our wonderful sponsor. That is She Orgasms. And uh, we will see you guys right after this break.
1: yourself having so much going on that it's hard to focus during sex I know I had that issue but after taking she orgasms I was able to easily get in the mood and remain focused on my partner he can now feel that I am so ready for him when he touches me my hunger for my partner is increased and I feel so powerful speaking of powerful my orgasms are stronger than ever before Finally, a natural supplement aided to help a woman feel and be great. Read more about She Orgasms at www.sheorgasms.com. Happy coming.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, so that was She Orgasms. If you can't tell, doesn't Kay just sound in that commercial like she's just satisfied and having some great sex? Like her voice just sounds like she's just very relaxed from some amazing orgasms so definitely check out that product but we are going to get back into our topics AJ I usually don't come like I get tagged in a lot of this relationship questions and stuff on social media and I typically stay out the conversation because it's really a young people thing and I and even even people within my age group I really because I've actually had exp- life experiences and a lot of ones and been married like I, a lot of that stupid let me not say that. Let me not judge. A lot of that stuff, I just typically stay away from the conversation, just off the fact of I really don't have anything to add to it, other than it's going to pit people in their feelings. So I decide not to. But I tagged you in one. Would you like to tell these people, or well, tell the people, the listeners, what it was?
1: So there was a discussion uh, on Twitter about a, a, a man that was going to be moving in with his girlfriend. I'm assuming it was. I didn't catch all that part. And his terms for moving in. Were that she had to throw away her mattress and throw away her couch because she fucked her her ex-boyfriend or her last boyfriend or her last boyfriend was the one who bought the mattress or whatever bullshit. So, But basically, he wanted for her to throw away the mattress and throw away the couch and he would buy a new mattress and a new couch because he felt some type of way moving into her place with her and sleeping on the bed that somebody else had slept on. Or potentially having sex with her on the couch that somebody else might have had sex. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to laugh because it's just so asinine. But his part of his requirements for moving in with her is that she threw away the mattress and the couch. And CJ, I love you. Begging stop tagging me and fucker, please. And I know why you tag me because you know you know how I'm gonna come in like a stealth bomber and drop some shit and be gone. Craziness.
2: Listen, this is the most stupid shit I've ever heard in my life. First of all. And this is—I I want to make this clear. I did not put this on this list this week. AJ did this. She knew she was going to piss me off. Um, yep. But the thing is, is that it's so stupid to say that. Oh well, you have to throw away your mattress and and your couch because of the potential that you slept with someone. So let me ask you: Are you are you having her throw the pussy away? I'm just right. It sounds more like you're 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 with a nasty girl, and you don't you feel like she doesn't clean her couch. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe he he knows it. I I don't know. But this is just really stupid to me. I read that, and I just face palmed and was like you know what i'm gonna let aj have it i'm gonna bless the timeline with aj's rent on this one because i knew it was coming
1: yeah and i came in with okay well you might as well tell her to throw away the pussy throw away her breasts throw away her hands throw away her feet throw away her mouth throw away all her panties and her underwear i'm like while you're at it like gut the fucking kitchen gut get rid of the counters rip up the carpet tear down the walls replaster the walls like all that like are you dumb who, who, who does that? And then my whole thing is like, OK, so because she fucks somebody else on the bed or on the couch, you want her to dash them things away. Have you ever gone to a hotel? Do you have any idea how much people fuck on the mattress that you've been sleeping? And then the person's response was like, oh, so we're talking about hotels. It's not the same thing. Yes, it is. You're missing the point. Get you a steam cleaner. Get you a steam cleaner. This is what you said, right? Get a steam cleaner. Steam clean the mattress. Steam clean the couch. Steam clean the carpet, you know. Sandblast the surfaces, whatever it is that you need to do. But you're gonna go and dash away a two thousand dollar mattress and possibly a two thousand dollar couch because you feel some type of way, like seriously. But you're fucking her, and her pussy has not always been yours. Her pussy belonged to whoever she was fucking before you. Just dash with the whole then, if that's the case. You're gonna throw like just dumb, dumb shit, dumb shit. And these are the people who are fucking getting in relationships i don't understand it i don't understand just dumb shit the
2: next thing you know it'll be hey i saw you take a picture with your ex in this dress um i need you to get rid of it because i i can't be seen in something that somebody else can see what has saw you in with your like just are you are we really that insecure in 2018 uh, really is that what we're worried about come
1: on now. that's exactly what's going. Just. I, I, like I said, I I wanted for us to talk about it on here because it just it was probably one of the more stupid questions that I've ever seen posed on social media, and just that like the justifications behind it were just silly, just absolutely silly. And like I said, like it's it's a bed, flip the mattress over, get a steam cleaner and, and clean it. And and like I remember with CJ, one of your comments was. You know, there are probably nastier services in her house that she's had sex on. <laughs> You're concerned about the bed and the couch. Like, for real? Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. And I, and I said, I guarantee there's nastier stuff. You, I, I even made the, I made, because I used to work in a furniture store a long, long time ago. And I'm like, some of that furniture you get is fucked on before you even get it.
1: How do you know that, CJ?
2: Because I used to fuck in the furniture store I worked in overnight quite often.
1: <laughs> you know I was, I was digging for that i was absolutely digging hey, for
2: hey no shame no game it's i'm well, well past the statute of limitations to where the company can charge me for anything but yeah shit happens get over it yeah uh-huh.
1: so um the next thing i wanted to throw at you uh, so i you know like i post foot pictures and what have you on my instagram because whenever i get my nails uh my nails and my feet done i always post a picture for you know the people who enjoy that sort of thing that follow me. And some men had commented under <laughs> one of my posts which I'd never heard before. He said to me, "Oh, you have really nice long toes. It must mean that pussy's good and deep." And I was like, "What the fuck? I've never never. Let me let me take take it there, never in my life heard nothing like that before." So CJ, because you're a foot connoisseur among other types of connoisseurings. Have you ever heard anything like that before? Never in my life. (laughs) Okay. I feel like I want to message the the person and ask them, but then I also don't want to have, like I don't want to open the gateway for that kind of conversation. So I'm thinking that maybe I need to go to like one of the foot fetish pages and and ask one of the administrators if that's like, okay, (laughs) okay. So outside of that, let me ask you, a woman that you've, you've been with intimately who has really nice feet and she has long toes Do you find that there's a difference in the depth of her pussy as opposed to somebody who's got like kind of average looking feet? Not at all. Okay. Curiouser and curiouser. Maybe he just
2: has a really small penis and he just he thinks all pussies deep
1: you know like i just don't even want to know that much information about the individual like i said I, I thought to ask him like what exact i didn't even respond to the comments. i was like you know what i'm not trying to open up any sort of forum for discussion with this individual because i don't know him and i'm not interested in knowing him that way but i think i'm gonna find um one of the foot fetish pages and find out if, if that's a thing that's some sort of association that if you've got long toes then that means that your pussies deep anyhow that was just something i wanted to throw because somebody had uh put that to me
2: all right what we got next <laughs>
1: We have um, a listener submitted question. It's a little bit lengthy. Do you want to read this one or you want me to take it?
2: You know, I don't read long emails, so go ahead and take it away.
1: Uh, hi, AJ and CJ. <clears throat> I've been seeing a female for six months now, and I know she is everything that I want and a woman, companion, lover, and hopefully my life partner when the time comes. My sister has recently ran into some... <coughs> excuse me, women who I used to kick it with. And when asked how I was doing, she said she grinned and replied that he's in love. Now I have no issue with what she said, but all of a sudden now, two women that I used to see are now cropping up out of the woodworks on some I miss you bullshit. I haven't spoken to any of them in months and each of them has gone as far as telling me that they'd like another chance with me because they know they're missing out on a good man. I will admit that I already, sorry, I will admit that I had deeply missed one of the two of them, and had there been a possibility of being in a long-term relationship with someone, it would have been her at the time. My only focus right now is ensuring that the woman who I am with is happy on all levels because she's the only one I think about and the only one I want. I'm writing to the two of you to ask for your advice on how to deal with the women who have decided that they want to try to come back into my life. Your show is absolutely fantastic. I love the camaraderie, playfulness, love and banter between the two of you. Keep up the good work and I'm definitely looking forward to your second year in business. Thank you, T D C. CJ, this is all you
2: uh, um <sighs> <laughs>
1: come on spit it out
2: the thing is like at the end of the day if you're committed to somebody and in a committed relationship you need to stop worrying about whoever else is trying to come back in your life you need to be focused the fact that this is even a question to you lets me know that a either you're not ready to be in a committed relationship or b there's some unresolved feelings of these women that you haven't quite gotten over so that you can completely be past it um so it just seems like something's unresolved here one way or another that's at least where my first mind goes to what do you think aj yeah
1: it it feels like he needs closure of some kind and and i understand that I, i know sometimes for people in order for them to wholeheartedly move on um they need to let Whoever from their past, especially with somebody that they had a, a long or in-depth relationship with, they need to let that person know like they're done, done, like, fuck off, don't bother me, I'm in love, leave me alone, I've got a new woman, I don't want you, you know, stay away from me kind of thing, and then they will block the person, and that's the the end of it, so to me it feels like um, he needs closure, If if that is the case, and, you know, that's something that he needs to Um, feel better about moving forward as much as he says that this is that's the woman that he wants if closure is what you need then get your closure and and keep it moving you know what i mean it doesn't have to be anything that's lengthy or belabored there doesn't have to be because you know what ends up happening sometimes is the person will be like oh no i don't want to talk about this on the phone let's meet face to face don't do any of that bullshit if the person doesn't want to hear what you have to say over the phone fuck them block them and let it be that you know if they're willing to have whatever the conversation or the closure the closure conversation is that you want to have with them over the phone, have it over the phone, say whatever it is that you need to say, hear whatever it is that you need to hear from them, let them know that you know um they suck and they you know they didn't whatever it is that you feel like you need to say to them to 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 get that sort of closure and and just let that be the end of it my 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 biggest concern is not belaboring the point or not keeping these individuals around um for the sake of proving ha 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 she got me and you didn't kind of thing because then that kind of petty competitiveness is not healthy and it's pointless right again if it's just about getting closure get the closure that you need put those bitches to rest block their numbers and let it be the end of it
2: there you go and the thing too i want to make this clear people who use the excuse of well i don't know what to do since such and such came back in your life people can only come back in your life if you allow them to
1: Mm-hmm. Say that again. Say that part again.
2: People can only come back in your life. If you, like, people need to stop acting like they have no control. Like, oh, my God, they just keep coming back around, and I just don't know what to do when they come. That's bullshit. Because at the end of the day, if you didn't want that person around, they, like, pe- unless somebody's knocking down your door and breaking in your house to just be around you, which I highly doubt that's happening. Most of your pussy isn't that good. to be People be doing that. But nonetheless, if that is... <laughs> if that if that is what's happening then you have a different case but anything less than that it's your responsibility to, to keep people away that are going to affect your energy. You can't blame that person because there's something in them that maybe makes them want to come back around. But if they're that toxic to you, that they disrupt your whole way of being by just being associated with them, that's up to you to keep them out your life. Stop acting like you're a bystander in your own life. Yes,
1: absolutely. I like that. I like that phrase. Stop being a, by- a bystander in your own life. Absolutely.
2: That's what we do here at Love Less and Badass. So we are just, we motivate <laughs> We wake people the fuck up we are we are therapists in some sort of crazy twisted way which you know i think this is more about other people than it does us aj but nonetheless uh what do we got next uh
1: so the next one is it's something that i actually saw uh again on social media on someone's page which just floored me is absolutely crazy and i feel like you're gonna like lose your shit when you're when i read this one this one and the and the last scenario that i have um But it says, I'm a 47-year-old attorney who is seven months pregnant. I have three daughters that are grown, married, and have professional careers. My youngest daughter just moved moved back home with her husband because they're in the process of moving into a new house. One night I was home alone and my oldest daughter's husband came over to pick up something for his wife. One thing led to another and we had sex. We repeated our actions several more times close to our final time having sex. The husband of my daughter that's living with me accidentally walked into the room and caught us. This was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. My daughter and son-in-law weren't supposed to be home. Nevertheless, my son-in-law didn't tell his wife and he said that he wasn't going to tell anyone else. However, he did approach me to discuss the incident. I am shameful of what happened next because I ended up, sorry, I'm shameful of what happened next, but I ended up pleasuring him too. A month after this incident, I went to the doctor and found out that I was pregnant. I'm not sure which of my son-in-laws is the father of my unborn child. My husband is already, my husband is already suspicious about my pregnancy because he got fixed three years ago. I don't want to break up my family. What should I do? (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. So after you sleep with your two son-in-laws, you, you say he don't want to break up your family? Get this yeah. motherfucker. Like get, what, what is wrong with people? What? So you didn't think about breaking up your family when you were laying there taking dick inside you? Oh, you didn't want to break up the family? You, you, you thought that was going to keep the family together, but now
1: you're worried about breaking the family up? Yeah. The matriarch sleeping with her son-in-laws. That's some grimy cry me
2: there's a special place in hell for people like that
1: yeah and then you're you're bringing you're like so <laughs> my thing is and we have talked about this before the woman that was having the affair for eight years with her boss and then got pregnant and wasn't sure which of the men it belonged to this is that kind of scenario because i'm thinking like if you know your husband got fixed three years ago and now you're pregnant what are you going to try to do pass the baby off as his like how the fuck does that happen and then even if he says like no i'm not buying this there's got to be a paternity test and then you find out it's one of the two uh, one of the two of your son-in-laws, then what? Like, you're going to mash up whoever's relationship because as a matter of fact, you're going to mash up both relationships because it's going to have to come out that you slept with both of them. So that's fucking up those marriages. You fucked up your own marriage. You're bringing a child into the world, like in, an, in, in a, a dirty, dotty dirty situation. And then what? Like, I CJ, I don't know. Like sex is, Sex is a wonderful thing and people say like sex is also evil, but it's not the sex that's evil. It's these fucking stupid people who have no self-control and no self-governance. You know what I mean? Even if you had said to yourself one time, oh my gosh, we fucked up and we had sex. Why are you still fucking your son-in-law? Knowing that it's your son-in-law, it's your son, you're going out of your way to hurt your daughter. And then you want to talk about, like CJ said, you want to say that you don't want to break up your family? Bitch, what? How? How and on what fucking planet does that happen? Please beg and tell me, please. What planet? CJ, which planet does that happen on? Because clearly that's not true.
2: They can't be from Earth. Like I I maybe maybe stuff works different than Pluto. I well Pluto's not even technically a planet anymore, I don't think. I I, I don't know. People are weird.
1: But we I, would like yeah. to thank
2: you for our first uh interplanetary email sent in. We definitely want to thank you for that.
1: Yeah. But I mean it, it's sad to think that um there's a level of selfishness that people have that will allow them to be in situations like this. Where they would even write into someone to ask their for their guidance or their opinion or you know to to seek some sort of. Um I, I don't know like just to, to get some sort of feedback on what it is that they should do like there there's a level of selfishness that some people have that is just mind-boggling to me and I just don't get it you know and, and it's really weird because it also makes me think that you know like just being from like from a standpoint of of envy um, and, and wanting what somebody else has like that's just it's just morally disgusting it's not even you can't even say this moral it's it's definitely amoral, but it's just so it's on such a, a disgusting level that I, I'm not even sure what's called because that, I'm thinking like you're watching you're okay. So let me say this. I know for some people getting older is, is a difficult thing and they don't do it graciously. You know, for some people, when they look at, you know, their, their young people and they see the relationships that they're in, especially like if it's a good looking woman or a handsome man or whatever, they, they start to feel some type of way and they, they try to rekindle their youth or they, they, they start to feel like, you know, oh, that could have been me if I was only 10 or 15 years younger, you know, he would have been my man or whatever the case may be. But to sit down and, and watch your children's significant others and to try to like step into their shoes or, or to in some sort of way be that with them. Or it just, I, it's mind boggling to me. I, just, yeah, that's like, you know, imagine you're at home one day, you know, and X brings his girlfriend home and X has gone to the store to go get something. And she starts to flirt with you. First of all, I know you would put her in her place and that would be the end of it. But it's it's like one of those things, you know what I mean? Like suppose that should happen that like, and you have people who sadly will run with that kind of thing and not realize that there's, there's a line, a definitive line in the sand that needs to be drawn. You're way overstepping your boundary when you even flirt back with the person or, you know, just to, I, CJ, sorry
2: are you there <laughs> i'm 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 sorry i just really i the type of, of craziness that we've read in the year that we've been doing this podcast is just you know i almost lose my faith in humanity doing this podcast but i have so much fun doing it it's just i don't know if that makes me worse humanity worse i don't know what that says about me as a person but yeah i love doing this podcast but it's just it, we live in a sad sad state
1: well then the last one that i'm about to read to you boy just hold on to something okay
2: all right. Can I hold on to you too, Titty?
1: You know, for, for this particular scenario, I'd actually say yes, because if you thought the last one was bad, this one is just, actually, they run neck and neck with being bad. I just don't understand. where I don't understand where these people live. <laughs> like, I don't understand where they live and how these things happen. Okay. Okay. So it goes, I am in a situation that is spiraling out of control and I need your help to get a handle on things. Basically, I am living with my man, his child and his ex-girlfriend under the same roof. Yes, I know what you're thinking, but it isn't that kind of party. You see, six months ago, I was asked if his ex could move in with us because she lost her job and was unable to maintain her apartment and even their child. Hearing all of this, I said, it seemed like the obvious choice would be to have the little boy come live with us. After all, I didn't want to be heartless. Um, and that. And didn't want to be in a position of not accommodating his four-year-old when he was in need. I even went further to suggest that we keep the child while she go get herself together. But of course, she declined. She declined and insisted that she would not be separated from her child. And insisted further that she come stay with us while she was trying to get herself together. And so I agreed and we began preparing for our new house guests. The move happened after a month and all hell broke loose. She started giving me no end of attitude around the clock. She only cooked for my man and her son. And on top of that, she just stopped one day deciding that she was going to clean up after herself. When I finally, when I finally decided to speak to him about it, his response was always along the lines of, I'm reading too much into things and I'm being too miserable and I'm taking everything the wrong way. And I should just help her out. Because I know the situation. And if I help her out, it would help her get out of our home sooner than later. Last week, she celebrated her birthday and he threw a big birthday party for her at our house. And I was the person who ended up cleaning up everything whilst everybody went to sleep. My boyfriend and I are in constant arguments and I cannot help keep and I cannot help wondering if when this girl and her child move out, if it if it's going to damage our relationship because there's already a strain. My last straw was when I stumbled across an envelope with all the letters of applications and resumes that she was supposed to have sent out that she hadn't sent out. I don't know what to think anymore, and I feel like there's—I feel like I don't want anything to do with either of them. Am I being irrational and jumping to the wrong conclusion?
2: <laughs> hey Jay, yes, dear. Where in the fuck do you find these people?
1: I, you know what people find me. I tell you ever, this all
2: the time. Ever, ever since you took over, basically organizing the topics this shit like it's just taking a complete left turn um okay on the question um a what an entire fuck i get i can actually understand initially letting someone letting your your man's ex come live wait are they married or is she it's her husband right
1: no it's it's just, they're just uh their boyfriend and girlfriend they live together oh well fuck
2: what in the, you in complete and total violation this shouldn't that she should have never Came to your house. If anything, maybe you guys should have talked. Maybe you should have put her up in a hotel. I, I, I don't know. But there's no way that someone is coming and staying with me for a, a un, un uh, undetermined or a predetermined amount of time. Like a, if my ex was to come live with me and I was dating someone because whatever something crazy happened, a hurricane, whatever, she had to find someone. She had nowhere else to go. You have. I, I feel like thirty days is a, 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 thirty days is a aqua, adequate uh, 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 adequate amount of time you got to go after that after that the kids can stay freely as long as they need to you have to go there's a shelter i can find you i can build you mm-hmm. a box somewhere we can we can we can do something but you can't stay in my house for that for over that amount of time i'm sorry if that makes me cold-blooded fuck it i'll I embrace it i have no problem being the bad guy but what in the entire hell have you gotten yourself into she's comfortable now she's comfortable you got your man throwing her birthday parties you didn't say nothing about that and again this is another time stop being a bystander in your life you're just like oh he just threw her a party in your house where you pay bills and you didn't know anything about it are you allowed it to happen no fuck no i i i can't i i can't get with that
1: yeah i completely agree it's funny um when i came across this scenario it reminded me uh the years ago, these people that I, I was acquainted with. So she was married. Uh, she had a, a child, a little boy with uh, another man. So the the person that she had been with before and the child's father had fallen on hard times and she and her husband allowed her baby father to come live in their house with them. And I remember we had a mutual friend and I remember when he called me to ask me my thoughts about, it. I was like, I'm sorry, I don't understand. Oh, I, I don't understand what you're saying she allowed her baby father to come live in her house with her and her husband. He's like, yeah, I'm like, how, how, does how, how does that happen? Exactly. Oh, because he fell on hard times and you know, she felt bad for him. So she talked to her husband and she kept Listen to me. First of all, Derek, I, my answer from jump is no. If she feels like, okay, so if CJ, you and I are together, your children are still living with their mother. She falls on hard times and you say to me, the kids need to come live with us, by all means, bring all of them, pack up them things and bring all of them, make them come. If you say to me, well, she's fallen on hard times and she has nowhere, to I, she's got family. And if she doesn't have family, there are shelters. The children can come, she cannot come. Because the second that happens, that woman's gonna wanna rule the house and tell you how to rear her children, or not allow you to participate actively in, their, in the children's lives because she is their mother and she's gonna feel some type of way. Two roosters can't rule one pen. Two bull can't rule one pen. It's just not possible because then you end up with bullshit bullshit situations like that. She allowed that woman to walk through her front door. I get that you were trying to be the nice guy and and be a good person and 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 all that sort of shit. But now what do you do? Like you're 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 neck deep in the shits and there's no way to get out of it to the point where your man is telling you that you're overreacting your man is telling you that you're reading too much into the situation you see when time them things start for up in you need to pack up your shit and you need to move along because she has moved herself into your house she has moved herself into your life and furthermore you're the maid now and picking up behind this woman are you crazy are you like seriously are you crazy who why would you again you're lowering your standards in order to keep that man He needs to ante up and say to her, you've got a a week, you have a week to get yourself sorted. If not, our son can stay here. You have to go. That's not even a conversation that you should be having with him. Him as the man in the relationship, he as the man, uh, you know what I mean, who used to be with this woman, he obviously broke up with her for a reason. So he must know how she's dealing. He needs to be the one to say to her, like, we're not doing this anymore. You've been here for how much ever months? You haven't been actively looking for work. You haven't been actively looking for a place or whatever the case may be. Baby Jay can stay with us. You have to go. You've got one week to pack up your stuff on Galam. And she says, well, no, our son isn't staying here. Take the bitch to court and file for rights for your child. Take her to court and get custodial rights to your child. It would be easy enough to prove she don't live nowhere. She not have no job. She cannot provide for my son. I am in the position right now to provide financially and to provide a stable home for my son, and to make sure that he is okay until she gets on. Even if you need to write it into the agreement to say until she gets on her feet and then she can resume custody of your son, you need to, like, don't, why are you going to fuck up your life and fuck up your happiness for a woman that you've done left already? If you're left already, it's for your left for a reason. Why are you going to move backwards? Don't move backwards in life. Who does that nobody walks backwards in life nobody walks backwards in life you're supposed to move forward the fact that you were gracious enough to allow her to stay there is one thing she overstepped our boundary now she passed our time now now as a as the man in the relationship of the head of that house you need to put your foot down and say to her it's time for you to pack up your shit and go Like I said, if she puts up a fight and says, well, my son can't stay here, take her to court. Fathers forget that they have rights as well. It's not a situation where you you don't get the right to say anything. If you feel that strongly about it, take her to court. Take her to court and do what it is that you need to do because it's not about her. It's about the best interest of your son, period.
2: Drop the mic. That's it. I I got nothing left to say on this, AJ. (laughs) We're done
1: uh I, I, I will try to, you know what? I, I don't know. Like, I just feel like we've evolved and we went from talking about trivial things to talking about more serious and in-depth things. And I think that it's not just a matter of, I think it's just, I think it's also what the, our listeners want to hear. Like I know originally it was about our sexual habits, and it was about all this, and people were learning us and, and getting comfortable with us and getting used to us. But I think that people are comfortable enough with us now that they're able to send the things that are, are more in-depth and meaningful in their lives for us to help them tackle. And I think that that's a great thing, and I'm appreciative of that, <laughs> even though it buses open CJ's brain. But that's all right. You'll be okay. See, that's for all the shit that you give me and for all the stress you give me.
2: Yeah, whatever. They, I mean, <laughs> I, it comes with the territory, but goddamn people. Some of y'all just... <laughs> I thought my life was fucked up with some aspects, but this shit, that, yeah. I, I I I got my shit together. That's all I can say. <laughs> I got,
1: I'm doing all right. Oh my gosh! Well, that ends another wonderful episode of Love, Lust, and Badass Asshole.
2: Yes, it does. AJ, tell the beautiful and wonderful people where they can find us.
1: Excuse me. Uh you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Love and B A S. You can email us any scenarios, questions, comments, concerns, feedback, or otherwise to lovelust and bas all one word at yahoo.com. You can find our episodes on Stitcher, Spreaker, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Uh we have a link on our Instagram page to Link Tree that will take you directly to uh the links to where you can you can listen to us. Um you know, if you get a chance and you're on iTunes, please feel free to leave us an iTunes review. We always welcome those. Um, you can find me on Instagram at badass underscore Jones underscore. And I'm also on Twitter at that Jones Kid H-A-1.
2: Look at that. You can follow me at CEO Hayes, that's C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E, if I want you to find me there. But no, nonetheless, <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can find me there. <laughs> I look forward to interacting with all you guys. We are the number one adult podcast on the internet if you got a problem with that you can come see me kid uh aj any parting words before we go ahead and leave
1: you know i'm just hoping that next week is a, a more lighthearted and easy week with the questions then that's all <laughs> oh, yes <God. laughs> yes
2: definitely and don't forget all pigeon-toed women we, we are seeking out those feet pictures you can dm that love less than bas or email it love and bas at yahoo.com we look forward to that we will see you beautiful lovely people next week stay lubed up peace
0: i like it when you lose i like it when you go there i like the way you use it. i like that you don't play fair Recipe for a disaster When I'm just trying to take my time stroke is getting deep and faster You're screaming like I'm out of line Who came to make sweet love? Not me Who came to kiss and love? Not me Who came to beat it up? Rocky? Don't use those hands to put up that gate and stop me. When we fuck, when we fuck, when we fuck, when we uh, fuck. I can be aggressive. I can be a savage. I just need your blessing. Say that I can never. When we but you love it when I lose it. You love it when I go there. You love the way I use it. You love it. I don't play fair. You end up calling me master. Say this universe is mine. Yeah. When we're done, it's a disaster. Yeah. End up like this every time. Who came to make sweet love? Not me. Who came to kiss and love? Not me. Who came to beat it up? Rocky. And don't use those hands to put up that gate and stop me. aggressive, I can be a savage, I just need your blessing, say that I can nap, when we fuck, when we fuck, face down ass up.